The following episode of Podcast with Strangers may contain content that some viewers may find disturbing and or may not be suitable for younger audiences, including discussions on mental health. Topics discussed on Podcast with Strangers do not directly reflect Spirit Live or its association to Ryerson slash X University. Viewer discretion is advised. <laughs> Are you actually gay? No, no, no. Okay, okay. Casey's a girl. Casey's a girl? Wow. Welcome to the first episode of Podcast with Strangers. I'm so glad you're here. Today and on every episode, we will talk to random strangers about communal experiences we all go through in life. From happiest days to heartaches, Podcast with Strangers opens up about the highs and lows of everyday life while providing stories and advice from the different people we find on the streets. A podcast that brings people together, one stranger at a time. In today's episode, we talk to our strangers about their experience with heartbreak, and they provide some advice for those listening or watching who may have recently got heartbroken. I hope you enjoy our first episode of Podcast with Strangers. Hello, and welcome to Podcast with Strangers, our first ever episode. <laughs> with our first ever guest, and you're, I, I, this is a complete stranger. I've never met this person ever in my entire stranger life. Stranger danger. Uh, okay, your name is? Should I take this you off? You take your mask off, yeah. Okay, okay. Your name? Um, my name is Ifan. 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 Oh, we're going to do this, aren't we? Okay. Yeah. Ifayin. Ifayin. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Ifayin, our first guest for the show. Um, that's your camera over there. Oh, that's I my see. camera over there. Okay. And basically, the concept of this podcast is we're talking to complete strangers and oh. trying to make them into our friends. So hopefully, by the end of this, <laughs> me and you are friends. Uh, and today, we're asking a question. Um, we have a question of the day I'm going to ask you. If you feel comfortable answering, you can answer. If you don't want to, you don't have to. And the question is, have you ever felt heartbreak? <laughs> wow. Have I don't know guess? if this is a conversation for strangers, but okay. Um, yeah. You want to talk yeah. to us about it? Tell us a little bit about it. Um, shout out to Katie. When I was in second grade, I asked you to go to Valentine's Day with me, and you said no. But it's cool. Casey from the second grade? Mm-hmm. And where are you from? Um, I'm from Nigeria, actually. You're from Nigeria, so you're here for school? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ryerson? I came, yeah, yeah, Ryerson. Nice. I came like around March and then for high school and then I just stayed over. <laughs> I didn't want to go back for the summer. So what are you doing at Ryerson? Engineering, actually. Engineering. Yup. That's biomed. Hard. I know. Every time I say it, I get that look like, oh, and I'll be like, oh, what do you do? And they're like, I'm in fashion. <laughs> <laughs> We're in media production. <laughs> So I yes, this is, way easier, this is way easier compared to uh, engineering. Yeah. I have friends in engineering, and yeah, they told me it was hard. Um, yeah. what, what year are you in? I'm first year, actually. This is your first year? So this is yep. your first time on campus as well, one of the first times? Yes, I've never been here before. How I got you, lost on my way to Eaton. How, oh, Eaton Center? Twice. How do you like it? What? How do you, how do you like Ryerson? Ryerson, I haven't been outside my room much, you know, engineering. You live on res? Yeah, yeah. Pittman, like literally just a walk. I was on oh, my way nice. home. nice. So, 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 first year, how's first year going? Um, kind of awkward? Yeah, I've met some people, a lot of good friends. But, like, what I, lo- what I, I, I low-key love how, like, everyone's just doing their thing. And, like, you're all just, like, I don't have to describe it. It's just such a chill environment. Wait, I love wait, it. Just downtown, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's crazy to think about just, like, everyone's just doing their own thing. And then, you know, they all have their own little lives. And, and uh-huh. yeah. So, well, back to Casey. To Casey, <laughs> we're not gonna move on from Casey. Um, um, were you actually heartbroken by Casey, or do you have an, a real, real <laughs> heartbreak? Um, 
Yeah, I don't think I remember Casey much, but like that, that's second grade, whatever. But like, really, I don't know. Have you ever liked someone or loved well, someone? Obviously, yeah. Well, love, I don't know how strong that word is anymore. Well, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think I've had like that big story. I've been in and out of a list, a few like little relationships. Yeah, nothing too serious. Nothing too nothing serious. Nothing too serious so far. Are you eager to find love? Not right now. I don't trust myself actually. I've had some really bad ones. So like for this period I've been telling myself, yeah, do your little engineering thing. Leave these people alone. Yeah. They don't they don't need this. <laughs> so you've had a couple bad experiences? Not bad. Well yeah, kinda. Kinda. But it's just you no know, it's just it's gone to a point that like it's kinda like I don't trust myself to be in that. So yeah. You don't I'm trust just, yourself. So yeah. it's not the other person, it's just you don't trust. What about yourself? Don't, don't you trust to be in a relationship? Nah, because like, I think like everyone has a little, those like little insecurities and stuff. And then mine have gone to the point that like, not, not to the point that like, I don't feel like people would like me, but like to the point that I feel like I would be a really big burden to date or like to be in a relationship with. But it's, 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 I think I'm oversharing. No, this is <laughs> Talks with strangers is getting mad deep. But so, yeah. so you're scared that you dating someone is going to be a burden on that person's life. Yeah. I feel that. A really big one. A really so, big one. So, so does that mean you're never going to be date? Or oh, nah, just nah, for nah, now nah, you're nah. a little scared too? Just for now. Let me get my together. Oh, am I allowed to do Yeah, that? you can swear. Yup. When I get my together, then why not? Y'all better hide your ladies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, great. Thank you. Thank what you for nice joining us. Nice to Are meet you too. The, yo, wow, Have a good day. Sure. Are you vaccinated? Um, yeah, double vaxxed. Poop, 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 we poop, love poop. vaccinated people. Yup, stay vaxxed. Okay, great. Perfect. Thank you so much. Nice meeting you. Okay, here we go. Our second guest for today. Our Hello. second stranger. That is your camera. That is my camera. Uh, you can wave to the camera. Hello. Okay, our second guest and your name is Sarah. Sarah, Sarah, and you go to Ryerson mm -hmm. for a new media. And what year are you in? I'm in fourth year. Wow, you're in fourth year. Yes. Okay, so you're almost done. <laughs> Home stretch. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> I hope. Oh, okay, great. All right, so today we're asking our strangers a question, and the question is: Have you ever felt heartbreak? Ooh. I mean, I've had my heart broken. I don't think I felt it as intensely as like as I have like watching like a fictional character get their heart broken. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Have you had a heartbreak? It doesn't have to be about a person, but it can be um, like, like something that's happened. Like, oh, I got, didn't get into this or or. or, or. Yes. Um, my first time applying to Ryerson, I didn't get in. And so I was forced to take a year off. And that was kind of like, I, I didn't know what to do with my life. And I just felt like I had no purpose anymore. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, when I took the year off, I obviously got accepted. So that's good. There's that. Um, and when you did feel heartbreak, not as intense as, mm -hmm. you know, something you see on Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> uh, do you watch Grey's Anatomy? I don't watch Grey's Anatomy. No. Okay, that's okay. Um, but do you want to elaborate on it about the heartbreak? Um, what the real one? Yeah, the real one. You don't have to use any names. Um, yeah, I I guess it was just there was a period of time where I was like panicked. Like I felt like um, I felt like anxiety. Like every single day, like not know, like like I said, like not knowing what to do. Um, you know when like my loved one isn't in my life anymore it's kind of like you're put at a like standstill 
and um, you don't know what to do. And it honestly, like, nothing helps except for time. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Nothing helps except for time. Wow. I'm going to put that on a shirt. <laughs> um, so what advice do you have for those people? Well, time. Time. Thing, what else would you, what else advice? Um, I guess I have advice for like friends of these people that are going through heartbreak. Mm -hmm. um, not to like expect them to like get better like overnight. Like have them have time. Let them have their time. And to you know just because like they might be going through a depressive stage mm -hmm. like just to always be there for them and not like leave them mm -hmm. that's like the number one thing i think um the hardest part of when i went through my heartbreak is having my friends not be there for me and not wait for me mm. that was really hard so did they kind of not understand what you're going through and just moved on or or yeah they were like um i had one friend that told me that I was giving her negative energy and she didn't want that energy in her life. And mm. so she friend broke up with me after the fact. And so it was just like a double whammy and that was really hard. Mm. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. I, I know. Mm. I, yeah. Cause did you kind of feel like, I mean, I feel like something, we just had someone on uh, who was talking about heartbreak and they said they're scared today cause they don't want to be a burden on someone else's I life. I feel that. Yeah. So I was just, oh a lot of people gosh. feel that cause like, you, you know, you expect your friends to be there to like, you know, rant to and then and, and vent to. But like, especially when you hear something like that, it's like, can you even talk to your friend? Who do mm -hmm. you talk to? So. So how was that? Like having your friend and, you know, the person you love. It was leave? it was really hard. And that happened like literally January 2020, like like months before the pandemic hit. And like I was trying to get over that. And the fact that like. Um, like we were all in lockdown and even if I wanted to like get back out there and even if I wanted to make new friends, not just like look for like mm -hmm. a partner, if I wanted to make new friends, it was hard cause like we were all at home yeah. and that was really hard. So that it's was like a triple. Period. Yeah. What? triple. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. so that means, so you lost the person you love, your friend and you were stuck inside for months. Yes. So I'm guessing your pandemic was not the best. Um, I actually, I learned a lot about myself. Um, I used to be like one of those like extroverts that like need people to like ha be mm -hmm. happy and need people mm -hmm. to like recharge. But then like I learned more about myself. I became more independent through that time. So like I said, time <laughs> helps mm -hmm. and it did. So. Mm -hmm. so, so, so that journey to independence, mm -hmm. what did it take? Cause I can, I can, I can vouch for myself to like, yeah, I feel you're like <laughs> having to have someone all the time just like to feel some sort of happiness or like mm -hmm. that feel that void. So how did you tran transition into yeah. independence? It, um, like I said, there's like not a lot of like mechanisms or like ways that like, there's, there's like not rules you follow to cope. It was just time. Like there were nights where I was like crying into my pillow mm -hmm. and like I woke up and I thought like I couldn't do it anymore. Like my heart was beating fast and like just realizing that I, I was okay. I had a like family there to help me too. Mm -hmm. um, even like today, like I'm 22 years old and I hug my mom and I cuddle with my mom. <laughs> Um, and we had a cuddle session this weekend, which was really <laughs> nice. So That's I had so my mom sweet. and my family there for me. So that helped. That is so sweet. Um, 
Well, are things better now? Yes, things are better now. That's good. Happy ending or yeah. happy start. Happy start. So, yeah. so where is life headed for you? So, what's what's next year? Your your fourth year. You're almost done. Have you I'm figured almost that out? done. Um, yeah. So fourth year, obviously, it's a lot more harder. You have to, you know, focus on <laughs> getting your final projects in. So, right now, it's like focusing on school instead of you know other people because mm-hmm. it's a bit hard to um, like start dating and like like have like give yourself to another person when like you have work to do and mm-hmm. like some people don't understand that like um especially dating at 22 like you've got people that are like um younger than me like 20 who like don't understand like school and stuff yeah. or like older who like don't understand school because yeah. they've, they've already got like a job and mm-hmm. it's not like when you have a job there's no work outside of the job yeah yeah so Right now, it's just focusing on school and getting that done. Nice. Um, great. Well, I hope everything works out, and I think mm-hmm. it is going to work out, and I feel like it is working out. I feel like your story is going to relate to a lot of people, because just talking to you, I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> I feel that. I feel yeah. that. I mean, um, I do have my... Sorry. Go. Sorry. <laughs> hey! So you're getting back into it. Hopefully, fingers crossed. All right. Well, thank you for being on our podcast as our second guest. Um, I think this is my favorite one. This is my favorite interview. And yeah, hopefully, maybe I'd like to consider you a friend. Uh, Okay. So we have my second friend. This is honestly just a podcast so I can make more friends. Yeah, this is basically it. Uh, My name is Matt and your name is? Bruce. Bruce, nice to meet you, Bruce. Nice to meet you, Matt. Um, so that is your camera over there. That's my camera over there. Um, okay. Just to let everyone know, I've never met Bruce before. This is the first time meeting him. This is the first time talking to him. He is a complete stranger. Uh, and I saw your fancy camera, so I was interested. And yeah. we were like, saw you from afar, and we were like, hmm, I feel like Bruce would be a, a great <laughs> candidate for this podcast. Yeah. Um, we're asking strangers a question today, and the question is, have you ever felt heartbreak? Have I ever felt what? Heartbreak. Oh, yeah. yeah, I have. Do you want to elaborate on it? Tell us about it. Um, Hold your mic a little closer. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, back in uh, in 2020, I I lost my mother to um, cancer, and a month later, I lost my older sister to cancer. They both had the same cancer. So, yeah, I would say I was pretty heartbroken at that point mm-hmm. in time. That must have been really hard, losing both of them. A month apart, you said? A month apart. Wow. Yeah. So, what? How? that must have been such a big change. I, I can only imagine that. <laughs> but um, Yeah, it was. It was a very difficult uh, difficult time for, mm-hmm. for a family. I come from a large family, so there's uh, seven, seven kids. So there's five sisters and uh, myself and one brother. Mm-hmm. So it was my older sister who passed away. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was, uh, it and was how, a good time. Um, are you the youngest? I'm not. I'm the third oldest. Third oldest. Yeah. And oldest are you, boy. Are you married? Do you have any kids? I'm married with no children. No children. So no. you fell in love, though. I did. And how, how long have you and your wife been married? We uh, got married in 1977. Wow. How many years is that? <laughs> so how many? Can you do the math on that? 1977 <laughs> to 2021? Oh, we, we're, in, we're in art. It, we don't do math. Yeah, yeah. Art's not our strong suit. Uh, Matt's it, not our strong suit. It was 40, 43 years. 43 years wow 43 years is a long time so what what have you learned through the 43 years of of being in love with her um i I guess it's been it's a it's a continuation a continual 
getting to know someone. Mm -hmm. I mean, even after 43 years, we can still surprise each other and oh. disappoint each other and uh, whatnot. So, I, yeah. And what do you do for a living? I'm retired. Nice. What did so you used to do? I was a computer engineer. Wow. Yeah. And what was your wife? My wife was a teacher. A teacher. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, so, you know, um, you said your mom and your sister passed away. And when was that? That was 2020? 2020. 2020. Uh, and that was during the pandemic as well. So I'm, I'm sorry. 2000. I'm sorry. 2000? Well, yeah, I don't know why I have 2020 on my brain. 2000. Yeah, so 2000. That's, it's so it's been 21 years now. 21 years, yeah. Wow. So they, uh, your sister might have, would, would have been pretty young for her age. Yeah, she was early. She had just retired. She was probably, I'm thinking, see, 55 probably were at you that close point. we were i mean she was the oldest sister she was oldest by a number of years five years older than my second sister about seven years older than i was mm -hmm. so yeah we were close we we're close yeah, yeah. And, w and what have you learned since you know you know losing your mom losing you know your loved ones mm -hmm. uh what have you learned well, from that it's, experience it's important to let people know you love them and to live every day as if it might be your last one, because one never knows. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So you're retired now? I am. Um, you have a beautiful wife at home? I do. Um, what's next? Just What's next for retirement? <laughs> well, we're waiting to get back. We travel a fair amount, so we're waiting to be able to travel again. Actually, we were just in uh, BC and uh, a couple weeks ago, and we want to get, you know, back. we want to go back to Spain. We spent the pandemic trying to Mm -hmm. learn a bit of Spanish so we <laughs> want to get back to Spain and practice it mm -hmm. yeah. and um, you know I feel like you have a lot more wisdom than we do uh, in terms of <laughs> don't count on that <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean age, I, age does not make one wise uh, that's, this is true but you know for s students like us our age mm -hmm. and you know a lot of the people that are going to be watching this is they're still trying to figure out you know their life just trying mm -hmm. to you know get a grasp on things we just had someone here who was like who was saying you know they didn't know what they wanted to do with their life and they felt like they had to stick to this one route um so i see you know you're retired you're out and about taking pictures what advice would you have for someone our age who's still trying to figure out everything i think what you have to be careful of is getting and it sounds trite but not to get too stressed out about it right you know i i know i was kind of the same way i mean i never went to university until i was 25 right so i traveled around did different things worked at manual labor, uh, et cetera. Um, so it, it, not everyone understands or knows what they want to do right away. And, you know, it's, I, I think, to try and enjoy this part of your life and not to stress out about what is coming. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you can't control it, right? So you have to basically try and, I believe, make, you know, every opportunity to, you know, meet people, make friends, and enjoy life mm -hmm. and that's what you're gonna enjoy the most yeah um where did you go to university york university oh york nice yeah. um so so i feel like you know you've had a lot of experiences um highs and lows mm -hmm. what do you think the, the highest moment of your life was um where you felt like everything was just working out and and just you yeah. felt that peace yeah, I, I think meeting my wife has been the high, highlight for me, and it was, um, you know, it was strange. We uh, were in a rooming house uh, over by U of T, and she was going to university, and I was in the room above. And uh, 
I loved her from the moment I saw her. It took oh. her a little while to, you know, come around, but uh, yeah, no, it was. So, it's, so, so you met her in university, and she's just above you. Was it love I, at first sight? I was sight? above her. Right? Oh, I was, was the it, room above. Actually. Was it love at first sight? For me, it was. It was. Uh, what was the same for her? Was it mutual? <laughs> I don't think it was mutual, but it was. Uh, you know, it's worked out, so I'm happy about that. That's true. Um, and and um, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've had your fair share of. Uh, ups and downs with your wife as well but like mm -hmm. from the ups and downs what have you learned um in terms of love because i know we've had guests on here who both talked about heartbreak and you know losing people they loved mm -hmm. and um i think what i would say is you're so young right you don't have to worry about you know mm -hmm. finding love right now but what would you say to someone who's having difficulty finding love well i i don't know if i can if i can have any advice about you know difficulty finding love but I think once you find love is to hold on to it. And as you say, you go through difficult times, but the key is to go through them, right? To, to learn together and not to give up on it, right? Some people I believe give up too soon on things, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, life isn't always easy, but, you know, I, I, you know, I think if you, if you truly love someone and they truly love you, you can get through pretty much anything. Mm -hmm. So I mean, forty-seven was it that you said? Seventy-seven. Uh, so it's forty-three, I believe. Forty-three years. It was actually forty, forty-four this year, actually, mm -hmm. August. And no kids, you said. No kids. Was there a reason why you, you said intentional? No? We didn't intentionally. Yeah, we didn't. It's strange. I come from a large family, but I didn't have any desire to have children, nor did she. So. And was it mutual on, on yeah, both parts? Yeah, no, no. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, and well, bro, I was just reaching for it too. Um, you know, there's, um, it's a question I've been asking people, but I mean, you're retired. You said your life's headed for just travel and, and spending time with your wife. Is there anything else that, you know, you're interested to do before, you know? Um, I, I don't know. Right now I've started, I started photography. So that's kind of obsessed me a little bit for the mm -hmm. past three years. So it's, uh. You know what I'm learning right now. Uh, said we've you know been learning some Spanish and whatnot. So we just try and keep ourselves busy and entertained, and mm -hmm. you know, you know, watch lots of Netflix over the past year and a half. What have you, you been know? watching on Netflix? Oh God! What have you Pretty recently much, uh, been watching? Um, recently, we just watched. Uh, we're in process of watching a short episode or short series from Madrid. It's uh, called Jaguar, Jaguar. and it's. Uh, about 1960s Spain, where these ones are chasing down Nazis. It's 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 entertaining, but uh, not necessarily very believable. Have you watched Grey's Anatomy? I have not. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna ask all my, my, my sister loves it, but oh, uh, perfect! I I mean, I'd love to meet your sister. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, have, have you watched BC for that? Uh, Stranger Things. Stranger Things, I love. Oh, yeah. beautiful! Yeah. Stranger Things. Um, uh, what else is out? That's uh, that's new. Sex uh, education. I haven't seen that. I've se I I haven't watched. It. I've seen the I've seen the thing, but I haven't watched it. Really interesting. Uh, I recommend. Is it? it? Okay. I would. Re I think you'd love it. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe they still have something to learn. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Beautiful. Thank you yeah. so much for being on my yeah. podcast, Bruce. It was it was a pleasure having you. I think you know a lot of people are gonna relate to the things you said and about you know love and whatnot. Uh. And yeah. Thank you so much for being on our podcast today. You're welcome. My pleasure. Thank you. Nice meeting you. Nice meeting you. Okay. Amazing. Great. Hello, Matthew. Hey. How's it Fellman. going? Okay, guys. Matthew Fellman is stranger-ish. 
I've never met Matthew in real life. That's true. Um, I've talked to him three times maybe uh, over the course of two years or two years. Yeah. So Matthew is a stranger. That's your camera over there, Matthew. Um, And yeah, Matthew, welcome to our podcast. And today we're asking our guest the question of have you ever felt heartbreak? Heartbreak. Um, That's a tough one. Now, I'd like to say no. But I would say that if you ask my friends, probably yes. Probably, yeah, at least one time. And um, do you want to elaborate on it? You don't have to if you don't want to. You can go anonymous if you want after well, elaborating. But uh, do you want to? It was grade 11. And now, now looking back on it, I'm like, that was such a good thing that happened. So it's like it's hard to look back on it and mm-hmm. be like, oh, I was devastated. Mm-hmm. But like, there, I, I got broken up with. And I did have at least one tear, at least mm-hmm. one tear. But I called up like my best friend, who's now my roommate, and said, "Yo, you want to go get some pizza and just like chill in the mall?" And we just hung out, and it was better. Mm-hmm. But I'd say he would probably tell you that I experienced a little bit of heartbreak. You, you, that were, day. you were more yeah. devastated than you may think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how how long did you date the girl for? Three months. Mm. So you already 11. fell in love with? Were it you was, in love? No, 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 no. Okay. That was okay. part of the reason she broke up with me. Because <laughs> you weren't in love with her? Well, she said it, and I didn't say it back. And it, it's, it's a tough one. Like, I don't want to lie, okay. you know? Like, Let's rehearse it. Okay, I'm the girl, yeah, and I yeah. just said it to you. What did you say? I love you. I said, I know exactly what I said. Did you um, say nice? I said, I could see myself being there in a little while. I, <laughs> That's what I said. I've heard worse. I was going to show you yesterday when a guy said, oh, nice. Thanks. Uh, I've, I've been told thanks. I've when you said one. it? Yeah, yeah. That but, sucks. But it was a thanks, and then a little bit later, it was a I love you too. So, so it just took some time. Okay, well, at least I told the, the other day I was really upset about some stuff. I talked to my mom. I told my mom I love her, and she said ditto. I'm like, come on, like that's my mom. Like someone's got to say it back. Yeah, that's that's tough. But that tough. from that grade 11 heartbreak that you had, what did you learn? What did I learn? I mean, I know you're pretty young, but I'm sure you still learned something because you said it was a good thing that happened. Well, so, um, what is it? Um. How do I phrase this nicely? That was a tough one. Because um, she might be watching, right? We're going to put an emoji over your face. Girls who tell you they're vegan for the first three dates and then you find out they're pranking you the whole time, that's a red flag. That's a red flag. You heard it here first. That's if they're vegan, flag. run away. No, she, told she you, wasn't vegan. But if they lie about being vegan, vegan, run away. Yeah. She lied about being vegan for three days? For three three dates. Just yeah. to get a kick out of it? Or maybe she was just a pathological liar. I don't know. Did she actually I also dropped her on her head at one point, so did that you, one was my did fault. Did you? Did you? Did, so many questions. First of all, did she eat vegan food when you went out? Yeah, like she only got like salads, just to like go along with the a, prank. She wanted to go to like Jack Astor's, right? And she got a salad. I'm like, oh, nice. And she's like, yeah, I'm vegan. I'm like, okay, nice, whatever. And then like three dates later, she gets. <laughs> sorry, can I swear? Yeah. She gets like she gets chicken nuggets. I don't like yo. What happened to being vegan? And she's like, oh, I was just lying. Okay. Second oh question. God. You dropped her on her head. What do you mean? This is an embarrassing one. This is an embarrassing one. Was it during? No, 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 no. no. Okay. <laughs> she was not the. I was weak, and she wasn't the lightest. Um, and you know those pictures that like couples take in the bathroom with a mirror, where like the guy's like carrying the girl, and she's like got her legs around you. Oh yes. You, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna take that. I'm about to pick her up. But she doesn't tell me, and she just jumps on me. So I just, like, went, you can't see through. I opened my arms real fast, right? Because I was, like, just mm. backed off. Like, she just jumped on me, and she fell and hit her head on the bathtub. 
<laughs> it was pretty funny. This was what date? Oh, that was like the first time I went over to her place. So probably like three or four in. Did you find out she was vegan, not vegan, lying about it by then? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But sure. I didn't drop her on purpose. It wasn't like okay. Payback. I was gonna okay. say like, like no. uh, I feel yeah, a little. I don't want this mischaracterization. Yeah, I know. Um, um so you know, also another more embarrassing story with her, but I don't know if. Go it's for it. No, I want to know it. No, I want to know it. Don't. Nothing's off limit. Don't worry. There's a disclaimer. I was grade eleven, and uh, very naive. And we're, we're making that. And it's one of my first times, like, really getting into it. And I thought the thing to do is, like, to ask, oh, do you have anything you like? And she was a little bit interested. And she's like, I like being slapped. And I'm like, okay. And, like, any normal person, anyone like me now, I know what she means. I know where mm-hmm. she means. But I didn't. I was Wait, you meant on like, the face? I thought she meant on the ass. Okay. Oh, no, sorry. I mean, now I know she meant on the ass. But at the time. You thought the face? I slapped her across the face. <laughs> Like hard too. I just went for it. I just slapped her. It was rough. It was rough. And then was she kind of like, what the? She took it like a champ. I'll give her that. She didn't stop. Mm-hmm. It was. I only found out later. She's like, that's not what I meant. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god. Hey, to give you credit, first and foremost. Not a lot of people like that. I mean, there is a lot of people that like that. But I mean, if it's your first time, I guess like. If I was in grade 11 and someone said that, I would probably be like, okay. I would probably slap him across the face too. But I mean, it's not just me, right? Yeah, I know, because it's kind of just now I know too. After having a girlfriend, I understand what what that means. But like, especially back then, I did not know uh, that was a a thing that girls like. It's something they should teach in school. They should have like a little course about yeah, they should about what not to do or kinks or fetishes. Okay, I, I don't know about that one. <laughs> I can just imagine you going into it. Uh, how long after did you guys break up? Oh, a month. I'd say that was a month later. That do you the think breakup. the veganism had something to do with it, or was it more so the slap? Oh, I don't think it was either. I think I think she was just kind of going through stuff because, like, a week mm-hmm. later, she wanted to get back together, mm-hmm. which kind of also helped me be like, yeah, no heartbreak. Cause mm-hmm. like, yeah, and I said no. Nice. At that point, I had realized. You make better girl? decisions with my life. Oh, so you, you're happy with your decision? By far. Oh, uh. well, I mean, later I found out she cheated on me, so. Um, so what you're, what you're saying is oh, you made a good decision. Oh, very good. I yeah. mean, I think with the slap, I, the lying about the veganism, and, yeah. and, and, and that. blackout drunk, yeah. I think those are, like, three red flags. Yeah. Um, well, I only found out about that one, like, eight months later. Yeah. Like, after we broke well, up. I mean, it, it probably helped you be at peace with your decision then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. Except there's also like, yo, why didn't you tell me earlier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, like I could have gotten out a few months earlier. So so what's next? Are you going to are you dating anyone right now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you are. Yeah. Nice. How long have you guys been dating? That's debatable. Uh, I would say I would say nine months. You'd probably say eight. OK. Um, D- debatable because debatable, debatable because uh, we, we didn't like have an official date where it was like, Oh, we're dating now. Mm-hmm. We just kind of started hanging out. And then eventually we're at like some point we're like, well, I guess we've been seeing each other for like four months. I guess we're dating. Mm-hmm. So like, it's not like we have an official date. Mm-hmm. So I would say like sometime in January and she would say like maybe early February. Okay. So, uh, so it's going good. Oh yeah. Well, great. Nine is pretty good. I, yeah. yeah I mean, so. Almost coming up on a year. Yeah. Um, but well, nice. That's great. It's good that you left that crazy. Not, I don't want to say crazy troublesome uh girl yeah and you found someone good yeah not right for you (laughs) 
No, no, oh, thankfully not. Not um, anything against vegan people. I know. I'm just saying it's against people that lie about being vegan for three days. Yeah, no, and I go full out and get salads to prove it. Because I don't. No one eats salads just because they're bored, except for Sheridan over here. <laughs> Sorry. Or if you're gluten free. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's a, that's a more reasonable reason. That's more reasonable. At least yeah. you're not lying about it. Though. <laughs> uh, debatable. Uh, okay. Perfect. Thank you so much for being on our podcast, no Matthew. Worries. Nice Thanks to finally meet you in person. Yeah. Um, hopefully. Not the first time we meet in person. Hopefully, we have more classes together. Well, it will be the first time we meet in person. Hopefully, it's not the last time. Oh, yeah. Time Hopefully, we, we still meet person. again, and it's not the first yeah. time. Um, but, yeah. See you in class. Now I can uh, yeah. not be awkward when I talk to you. Yeah, thanks All for right. having me. Great. Thank well, you. I've already given you my awkward story. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast on stages, and your name is. Um, my name is. The first time we're meeting. That's your camera. Uh, first time we're meeting. Today, we're asking people, strangers, the question about heartbreak. And the question is Have you ever been heartbroken? Mm, yes, uh, absolutely. Um, I think I remember one of my first um, huge heartbreak moments was when I was in my first year of university. This was back in Waterloo, actually. And I met this guy. We were talking um, on, we met through those um, Facebook groups that people meet, um, mm-hmm. you know, like people on when they're first going to university, right? Um, so I meet this guy and we're chatting for like a long, long time, like every single day. We haven't even met each other yet, and we're like talking every single day. Um, so, like, I feel like, you know, coming, going to Amsterdam, I'm just like, okay, this is like my dream guy. I'm gonna spend the next four years of my life, like, with this guy. I'm gonna hang out with him every day. You know, those like manic thoughts he sort of gets your head when you like meet someone you really like. Um, and then when we get to university, he starts like distancing away from me a lot. And then by the end of September, we like broken up. When did you guys start? Um, oh, like, because university started September and you guys started talking before that? Yeah, we started talking in July. Um, oh. And he was like thousands of miles away. He hadn't moved to Canada yet. Mm-hmm. Where was he from? Uh, Thailand. Thailand? Yeah. Wow. So, and so, does he know that you feel heartbroken from it? Um, probably, yeah. Like, in a sense, oh, God, I think, um, it was like two different stories what I think he would tell other people versus what um, I would know was a story. Mm-hmm. So he would say that, oh, you know, like we were best friends, but it didn't really work out mm-hmm. kind of thing. But, but what's your side of it? Like you guys were about to happen? Like, like It was just, um, I guess I felt kind of let on, I guess, because mm-hmm. the entire summer we were talking and then he made plans for like really far into the future and really, I guess, gas things up. And then when we um, actually did have the chance to like spend time together in person um like by the end of september he was already with someone else basically and then they got into like a really long relationship for like you know a while so i guess that whole process of like seeing that all happen was very like so so how did how did i how did that feel just like seeing him go did you feel like he moved on so fast like as if he yeah exactly And it just felt so disorientating, especially going into university for the very first time and having to meet all these people and thinking that you're going to sort of have someone with you. And suddenly it's like, all right, kudos. It's been good. And you're like, so that was when you were in Waterloo. Uh, Yes, back in 2017, my very first year. So did you coming to Ryerson have to do with anything? with that guy or 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 was it purely like, I just don't like Waterloo. I want to move to a different school. (laughs) Oh, that's a really good question. Honestly, I feel like it was um, 
kind of snowball effect. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to say it's like, oh, it's because, you know, guy. I got, like, heartbroken by someone and then yeah. I, like, moved two years later. But it was very much, uh, you know, like, when you get hurt by someone, you want to, like, discover yourself mm-hmm. and then you, like, go out and do all these things. Mm-hmm. And then I guess that's what caused me to discover that, oh, like, this program isn't really for me. This um, being in Waterloo isn't really for me. And then I um, actually applied to um, your program, Media Production, Production first. Mm-hmm. And I got in, and that's when I'm like, all right, I can just be out of Waterloo and go to Toronto, mm-hmm. and I'm going to take it. So um, um, what program were you in for Waterloo? Uh, it was a GBDA. It was, a, um, it was an arts and business program. Mm-hmm. So kind so, of like creative industries for Ryerson? Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So it was very much just um, corporate, and I guess didn't like it that much. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to do something more um, open-ended. Mm-hmm. So... So if you were to give anyone advice that's watching for your heartbreak, I know our last guest, Sarah, said that, it, you know, time kind of healed it. Mm-hmm. Um, how about for you? What would you say? Or um, what healed you? What helped you? Or are you even healed yet? I would say, I would say I'm definitely, like, healed. It's been a while. And it's like I've, I've forgiven him for, like, a long time at this point. So to me, I think it's more about... Um, trying to i guess honestly my advice would be just kind of lean into it to be honest mm-hmm. like if you're really feeling the heartbreak and you feel like something drastic needs to happen in your life how to do what you want get bangs you know change your hair color um like go and like you know move to a different country if you want to i feel like you sort of um like this dramatic change can kind of i guess help you um spur like a new aspect of your life that you've never really discovered before mm-hmm. just to kind of get you out of your own head mm-hmm. like i think some people have this advice of just being like just kind of like lay low and just um you know try and wait till things settle but i feel like i also, i almost have like the opposite sort of advice so I just like move on and get on with it and just keep going maybe not move on but just sort of like you should let your emotions and intuition sort of take the lead more so than like being logical like because people are always like oh you, you know you shouldn't you should date x months after your you know breakup mm-hmm. things like that and i kind of feel like you know if you're setting so much rules for yourself that are sort of put on by someone else it's kind of like what do you actually feel about the situation mm-hmm. i guess um so 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 it's been years now yeah since. Many, many many years yeah. uh, have you found anyone new is there is there any, or are you just um, focusing on yourself what's what's next yeah i'm actually i'm seeing someone new right now yeah it's yeah it's been it's been pretty nice Great. so i mean like i'm not going to divulge my details but like i feel like it's been i don't know like i've seen other people um after him so i guess it doesn't really have much to do with um him at all at this point mm-hmm so I feel like I've been like effectively moved on pretty well yeah mm-hmm. yeah um so so have you talked to him since or since September or last 2017 mm, do you still have him on Instagram do yeah you... I still have him on Instagram we talk occasionally um I think um there's this one time where um like in 2019 where suddenly he would like drop by and just start like on this long tangent about like a book that he read mm-hmm. and I was just like something going on like did you like break up someone else mm-hmm. um and then I just kind of disappeared so I'm just like all right mm-hmm. that's fun you know do you People... do that thing where um when you post something on your story on social media you go to see if you looked at it mm-hmm. oh I haven't done that in a while but in the first year I definitely did do that mm-hmm. I was like 
just one of those things that like you just it's, you uh, do. You, you like feel humiliated because you're like you're doing it and you're just like why am I doing this myself? Yeah. Yeah. One yeah. of those things. Yeah, I feel that. Case. Yeah. Well, yeah. really nice to meet you and thank you for being on our podcast and I'm happy that you're seeing someone and I hope it works out. Everything goes great. Thank you. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for being on our podcast today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And that is the end of our first episode of Podcast with Strangers. Thank you so much for listening. And there is way more to come. So stick around and make sure you're following us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook. And make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. And thank you so much for joining us on our first of many episodes on Podcast with Strangers. Oh,